0: What is up, everybody? My name is Daniel Fries, and welcome to my podcast series here, Stories of the UO, where I profile different students, faculty, members of the University of Oregon community, and we talk more about them, more about their story, because there's 25,000 of us here, and not everybody gets the chance to talk about their profile, their story, um, what makes them them, but I want to be able to give students, faculty, people that platform, so... My first guest today is Miss Nina Grace Montez. She is a junior journalism major who is very active in both the SOJC and Eugene community. She's also a sports fanatic. That's how we met. We worked for the Eugene Emeralds this summer down at PK Park. It's a minor league baseball team, and we worked on the promotions crew together. But basically, I've known her for a few months. I think she was the perfect person to profile because she's done A lot of awesome stuff. So without further ado, Nina Grace, was there anything I left out? If you can just tell everyone a little bit more about yourself.
1: I honestly think that was a really good intro. Um, Thank you for having me. I'm very excited, especially as your first episode. Um, I have started a women's sports magazine. Um, I work for the Daily Emerald as a sports journalist, and I work for the Eugene Emerald. I'm also on the exec team for Warsaw Sports Business Club.
0: Yes, you definitely do a lot here um, for the school and for the community. We'll get a little bit more into the specifics. I just first want to know when you first got into journalism and media and when you kind of knew that it was what what you wanted to do for the foreseeable future.
1: Oh my gosh, it's quite an interesting story. So when I was little, my grandma used to work at this hospital in Northern California. She was a receptionist. And I'm sure you know, like when you go into the receptionist office, there's all those like magazines like spread all over the table and everything. So my grandma would collect the Sports Illustrated for me. And when she was like doing that, we were, we just moved to Oregon. So I was probably around like five or six. And so she would mail me like these huge stacks of Sports Illustrated that she collected over time. Um, and I would just like, she would call me and say, okay, I just put, put them all in the mail. And so I would like literally sit by the mailbox and wait and wait wait for that package to show up and then when it did I ripped it open and then started reading all of them. So my interest in like storytelling especially around sports started really young. Um but when I first came to the university I was a sports business major because the, there was sports in the title so I was like yeah that's that's for me. And then I took my first econ and math class in the same term and I failed the test like back to back and I was like yeah this is not for me. Um not meant to be in the business school. So then I like walked over to my advisor's office right after I bombed that test and I was like I can't be in the business school anymore. It's not for me. It's not what I want to do. I don't want to spend the rest of my life stressed out because my degree title will have sports in it. And so she asked me, she was like, "Okay, so think about times where you were actually genuinely happy." doing schoolwork or stuff like that. So then I went back and I thought about it and it, I just kept thinking about those magazines and how interesting they were. And then I could see problems in it. I can see benefits of telling sports stories. And so from there, I switched my major to journalism and that's kind of how it all started.
0: Yeah. You you talk about magazines on the topic of magazines. You briefly alluded to it too. You created your own magazine, Althea Magazine. Um, you call it a guide to women's sports and you created this all yourself. You've published two issues and a cookbook so far. So um, if you could just give me some backstory about how you came up with this idea, how it took off.
1: Yeah. I How I come to my projects is such a weird thing. Um, so again, that story about uh, my grandma and those magazines and everything. And so over the pandemic, I was incredibly bored. Like the whole world was, it was towards the end of isolation and everything. And I just needed something to do. I had spent too much time with my siblings I've spent too much time locked in the house. Like I just needed something to get my mind off of. Um, And so what was interesting is the way my high school worked, they had a prom, but it wasn't on school grounds. It was like 20 minutes outside of town. And so I was driving my sister there and I was just thinking about like what to do because I don't want to go home and sit on the couch and watch TikTok or read another book or start another movie because I did that the whole entire time. And so then it just like dawned on me, like, what if I started a blog? What if I like learned a new hobby or learned a new skill that I could take into school or university by the time I actually got to step foot on campus? Um, and so then I, after I dropped her off at prom and everything, I came home and I looked up like Squarespace or like some of those like website blog th- things. Um, and then realized that I'm not tech savvy at all. I can't. I know I'm like 20 and supposed to be in this like digital age, but I can't do anything technology savvy. And so then I was like, well, I still want to stick with like women's sports. I still want to cover them because what I noticed in those sports illustrated is women weren't covered in them. You would get like that, like little profile that was a paragraph long on the opening pages when they did like high school athletes or something like that. But there was never any features of female athletes and they especially weren't on the cover. Um, So I was like dedicated to figuring out how to cover them and everything. And then, I think it just like dawned on me like my love of magazines and then this and I put two and two together and then I just sat with I had my iPad right next to me playing YouTube tutorials and then I had my computer and I was following them and that's how it came to be.
0: Yeah well you have definitely a heck of an operation with you. You run it it looks like with three other um, young women I don't know if they're your friends or I don't know exactly how that Came to be but if you could just talk about how they got into it and what they do exactly
1: yeah so there's two actually one one actually just dropped but um so i have a social media manager her name's jordan she's amazing um she we we met through warsaw uh through a mutual friend um she's younger than i am so i didn't really know who she was and then we were introduced and then we the first time we met we just talked for like two hours just about everything like life, our backstory, what we want to do, how playing sports impacted us, all that type of stuff. And then she told me her goal was to um, be like a women's sports social media influencer. That's what she wanted to do. And I was like, well, here you go. Like I'll give you the access to all the accounts. You can do whatever you want. Like I trust you. I know you're creative. Go ahead. So that's how that started. And then I met Eliza again through Warsaw. She is the younger sister of one of the old exec members. And she started out just writing an article because she reached out and was like, hey, like I've heard about your project. I'm, re- I'm really excited for it. I do want to write something. I was like, yeah, go ahead, because I already have to write 12 articles, design the whole thing, and I'm still learning how to do it all. So that takes something off my plate. So then we kind of met through that. And then she wrote another one for issue two. And then when I finished issue three recently, I realized like she, she just needs to take charge of the whole entire self-care section. And so she's the editor for that part now. That's awesome.
0: Um I got to ask. I didn't realize actually that your your third issue was just finished. What was your favorite issue between the two that have been published and why?
1: I would say the second one. Um the second one actually looks and feels like a magazine. The first one was just trial and error and I learned best from just throwing it out into the fire and hoping for the best. Um so I would say that one. I think that it looks way more aesthetically pleasing. I think the content looks better. I think everything the process of putting it together was so much easier. So, yeah.
0: I got to ask about this cookbook, too, which <laughs> is available through Barnes and Noble. How the heck did that come to be? And what did you learn, if anything, from writing it?
1: Yeah. So this came to be over the s- last summer. Um, I was just trying to brainstorm ideas of something else we could do. Because like I mentioned, I get bored very quickly. Um, so I just, I was tired of doing the magazine. It was the middle of summer. So I wasn't really in the mood to like look at my computer the entire time, do stuff like that. Um, so I just started like brainstorming. And one of the ideas that came up was the cookbook, um, with Jordan, actually, before school got out, we went to a Thorns game and then we went to the sports bra afterwards because it just opened up. And then I was like, well, I could do a cookbook for just the magazine and do it as a way to honor my staff and everything. And then I was like, well, what if I put their name next to it? Cause they're the only one, I mean, not anymore, but they were at the time, the only one. Um, so I reached, I just emailed her and I was like, Hey, I introduced myself, I Told her what Althea was. I told her what my goal was with the cookbook. And then she said, all it said was yes. She's like, I love the idea, but let's do it. Never met before, never talked previous before that email. And so it was just like a shot in the wind and it worked out. And so I spent, after issue two came out, I spent probably about four or five months working on it, meeting with different athletes to get their recipes, trying to track down other people to get recipes. Um, And then the whole Barnes and Noble thing, that was, um, that was also pure luck but a lot of like stress and hassle, but it worked out. It's finally up on Barnes and Noble now.
0: No, that's, that's awesome. So professional. Is there um a favorite dish that you had to make or write about or maybe even both?
1: Ooh, we, I talked to Kat Osterman who was a softball pitcher and she won, I believe two Olympic medals. She has a really good taco soup. Taco soup. So trying that was super good.
0: Interesting. well, Althea Magazine, all you guys should check it out. I've read it. Like I said, it's very professionally done. It's really thorough, um, coming from a journalism major like myself. I'm very impressed and very jealous that you did that. So Thank you. I do want to pivot here. You did talk about how you write for the Emerald here. Um, so you're a writer here for the Sports Desk, and you've also produced lots of awesome content through there. I see here that you followed the women's volleyball team very closely this past historic season for them. What was that like?
1: It was super fun. Um, so, I joined the desk last summer, too, right before the Worlds. And that was at the point where I was transitioning from sports business to sports journalism. So, I was still working for the football team, trying to transition into the Emerald or the Eugene Emeralds. Um, and so, they gave me some beats to do for the Worlds and everything. And then over the summer, um, I got in contact with the editors, and then they gave me the women's volleyball beat, which I was kind of surprised because I just started on the desk. Um, and I played volleyball in all of middle school and the first two years of high school. And so when they told me I had volleyball, I was a little like, I have to like practice. I have to, I haven't played it in so long or watched it in so long. So I was a little nervous at first, but then over time it got really fun. And I was so glad I was given that beat.
0: Yeah, no, they were, they were obviously amazing this year. You wrote a lot of great recaps, a lot of great stories for them. You also did cover UO softball last year. So um, tell me about that. Are you going to do it again? I know softball has also played a huge role in your life.
1: Um, I'm not doing it for this year because I will be covering the Eugene Emeralds. Um, but that it was kind of a surreal moment for me because I grew up watching that team. I'm from Florence, which is only an hour and a half from here. And so coming to these games when I was like, I started playing softball in sixth grade. It was It was a full circle moment. I loved it.
0: No, definitely. Definitely. Um, Speaking of diamond sports, um, we've mentioned that you do work for the Eugene Emeralds. Uh, You still work there now. It's awesome hands-on experience. Like I said, Um, I've worked there also, but if you can tell people about what you do for them exactly and how that's really progressed your career.
1: So I do many things for them. I have multiple hats, but my official title is community relations manager. Um, So I'm in charge of our alternate identities that we have. I'm in charge of setting up like our community spotlights that we show throughout the innings at at games and stuff. But then I also do media. So a lot of social media content planning, a lot of ad planning and then game recaps and written feature stories.
0: It certainly seems like a majority, at least of your recent experience has been in sports media. Is that what you see yourself doing for the rest of your life?
1: Oh, a hundred percent. Now that I kind of figured this out and had like my I don't want to call it a midlife crisis because I'm only 20. But when I had my mid school crisis, um, yeah, I'm very glad with the decision I make, even now because all my friends are sports business majors and they'll talk about like, oh, I'm so stressed out about whatever class. I'm like, that's I couldn't imagine still sticking with that. I'm very glad I made the switch.
0: Yeah, uh, just just goes to show everything happens for a reason. Um, Where exactly if it was completely up to you, where do you see yourself exactly in the future?
1: I would be writing TV shows, movies and books. But all surrounding around baseball. Okay. Yeah. So very, like, abnormal path, very not like there's no business or anything tied to it. But I love screenwriting. I love fiction writing and baseball. So combine all those three together.
0: Yeah. No, definitely. Um, I want to know, as someone who kind of created her own platform, as you did, what advice would you give to someone, journalism or non-journalism related, who like yourself, want to create their own platform, but maybe don't have the means to do so?
1: I would say, honestly, just go out and do it. You're going to crash and burn. I know. I don't know how many times I've had, or you're going to come across things that you didn't even think were possible or real or whatever. But it's, it always pays off in the end, and it just shows, like, if you really put your mind to something, you can achieve whatever you want and don't let anything get in your way, especially people.
0: Especially people. And uh, just speaking on behalf of, of women in sports because it's definitely something that still needs more representation, in my opinion at least. And I know many others can agree, but um, what would you change about the industry and just the stigma around it?
1: Around women's sports? Correct. I mean, there's a lot, but the biggest thing I would probably change is the media coverage. Um, a lot of people see women's sports as a charity right now and it's not really a charity. Like it, it's still a professional sports league. Um, there are professional athletes who have been trained their whole life, just how male athletes have. So I think just paying attention and giving them the same space as they do male athletes and you watch what they do.
0: Awesome. Well, you're definitely obviously doing some great things for the sports media world and for women in the sports media world. Um, that's all I have for you for now, Nita Grace. Thank you so much for taking the time. Um, We'll try to link some of your work in the caption so people can check out what you've done. But in the meantime, stay tuned for more stories through the UO and have an amazing day.